Hey, y'all. Hey, thank you for joining in on another episode of the System Soaking Podcast. I am your host, Miss Tasha Talks Life. This is episode 12. Yes, 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 episode 12. And I couldn't have done this without your support, your encouragement. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Keep it coming. You encourage me with your feedback. You inspire me with your ratings and your DMs. And I am just, I'm just so excited. If you can't tell, I am so excited and I am cheesing right now. <laughs> so um, thanks again. Um, before we get into the episode, I think this episode is very important. Um, it gives perspective. It helps us to um, self-reflect on how we how we show up and how we um, want to be perceived, right? So before we get into it, I just want to talk a little bit my week's when. So the first thing I want to talk about is I booked my event space for my book launch. Woo-hoo! But yeah, I decided to actually go forth with having a book launch event. Um, initially, I wasn't in the celebratory space. I'm more like in grind and focus and, you know, no sleep. And But I said, you know what? Not a lot of people that I personally know are authors. Not a lot of people that I know have written a book. And I'm going to celebrate myself. I have to celebrate myself so other people see the worth in celebrating me as well, right? So, yeah, I solidified the event space this week. Um, I'm excited for that. My birthday's in two weeks. I'm big on birthdays, whether it's my birthday or someone else's birthday. I'm very big on birthdays, but I'm not going to do a party for myself or anything big. Um, I'm actually going to a conference for my birthday, <laughs> but that's major because it's a book conference. It's, it's for my book, so I'm excited about that. Since I'm not having a party, I said, you know what? I'm going to do a book launch, a little mixer where people I launch my book. People can come that have pre-ordered the book and get it signed, take pictures, have some food, some beverages, and just chill out. Um, And I'm excited for it. I really am. I really am. More details to come. So stay tuned because you all are invited. No cap. You all are invited. So uh, more details to come about that. And my second thing that I want to express extreme gratitude for is on Friday, right before dismissal, right before the buses were called, a, a code red came um, on the loudspeaker and whistles blowing. And this is the stuff that we practice, we have drills for, and this wasn't a drill. So just imagine my heart. I have 18 little people uh, that I'm responsible for in this moment. Even my son, who's in my school, was in the room with me and I'm hearing cold red. And I got my colors mixed up for a second because I thought it was a student elopement, which is cold pink. But I locked my door, had my children hide. Once I realized and felt the energy and the the the, the fear in the administrator's voice, I locked the door, put my students behind. And as I'm talking about it, my chest is tightening. Whew, and um, put them behind my, my desk. And said a quick prayer because 
I didn't know what else to do. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to think ahead and I'm trying to think. And then I started to reflect on the time I was in Puerto Rico in July. And I'll, I'll one day talk about this story in depth, but I was in Puerto Rico last July and my friends and I were sitting in a restaurant and literally was in the middle of like a shootout, like unreal, unexpected, the scariest thing I've ever experienced. And I started to think those thoughts again. And I started, cause we just had a drill last week and one of my students was talking during the drill cause they make you sit there quietly, whatever. And once it was over, I really went in and explained to them the importance of being quiet, the importance of the drill and why we have these drills talked about school shootings, Sandy Hook, and things like that. And then here it is next week, and we're getting a real cold red, right? So just imagine. And then we later found out through, you know, texting each other and other rooms, other schools, that it was a neighboring school where, um, I still don't have all the details, you know, this is hearsay, where uh, two people were fighting and shots rang off. And the school is nearby, so they had the protocol is locking down all the schools. But I'm saying, excuse me, I'm saying all of this to say that I am very grateful that things were not worse, that it was just a precaution that, okay, we stayed there. There were teachers complaining about having to stay there later than three o'clock, and we were there literally till five o'clock. But I'm just grateful that it was what it was. So yeah, so those are the two highlights of my week and me expressing my gratitude for all things, right? And as we segue into the topic of today, um, masked or unmasked, um, I'm going to start with a quote. Authenticity requires vulnerability, transparency, and integrity. Unknown. I'm going to read that again. Authenticity requires vulnerability, transparency, and integrity. And, you know, I I used to use authenticity and transparency interchangeably. But vulnerability, transparency, and integrity encompasses and creates authenticity. And I like to think of myself as being authentic. Um, I struggle at times with the vulnerability part because of my past and the life that, you know, how I was raised. I don't have time to be vulnerable. I don't have time to to show my weaknesses, right? But that is, that is something that I'm working on. But I do consider myself to be authentic. Um, I'm an open book. Um, it is what it is. What you see is what you get. I know who I am and I, I'm comfortable with who I am, flaws and all, or transparent with the things that I'm dealing with, the struggles and um, the wins, and then having integrity, being strong, having moral principles. Being authentic is is rare. A lot of times it's as if we we want to hide things. And the fact of the matter is no one is perfect all the time. Everyone struggles. Everyone has things that they that they that they need to work on, things that they can improve, things that they are great at, things that make them glow, makes them shine, but to pretend like you don't go through things, to pretend like you're not hurting, 
to pretend like everything is perfect, you have the perfect life, is just just unrealistic. It's just, you know, I, I posted on my Instagram um, the other day that it's okay to not be okay, right? It's okay to have a moment. It's okay to not be, you know, on all the time. And that's why I named this segment Masked or Unmasked because sometimes people are so worried about what people think of them or how people see them or how people perceive them that they are not being themselves. That's a hard to maintain, right? That's a hard thing. And I think that's probably why, well, I would say that's probably why I pride myself on being authentic is because... I've come to a point, because I'm not going to say I've always been like this. As an adult, I've become a lot more guarded with that in a way, meaning knowing who to be transparent with, because people use it against you. Um, you you're transparent in the moment, and then they look at you in a way that that they've never seen you before, or they look at you in a way where they're judging you, and, and I just can't, I can't take a person that I'm not saying you got to be as open as I do, but to pretend it's just too much. I just can't, right? And I'm going to get into the difference, like one versus the other and, and what that looks like, give you some um, clear examples. I was listening to a podcast and the woman on the podcast, they were talking about Lizzo, you know, the rapper, singer Lizzo. And she said, and, and, and the gentleman on the show was a man and a woman, and the gentleman on the show says, oh, I love Lizzo because she is very confident in who she is. She, you know, she, she doesn't care. She shows up as whatever, whatever. And the woman in turn says, well, I don't know her enough, but I don't know if that is confidence or insecurity. And then I started to think about that because what she said was, you know, being, you know, it could be confidence, meaning that she was always validated as a child. Her family, you know, always told her that she was beautiful and that she was amazing and could do and everything. And now she's carrying that into adulthood or she was bullied. She was teased. She was um, mistreated. And because of her insecurities, she lays it all out there. Almost like Eminem in the movie um, Eight Mile when he says he says all the things about him so the dude can't use it against him. And I, I, I think I kind of uh, disagreed with that because confidence doesn't just come from people validating you and as a child or because you had such a beautiful life and a, a positive role models and everybody, you know, whatever, that you are confident automatically. No, I, I believe, and, and the other way around, that being insecure comes from being teased. Yes, you are, you, those things do create insecurity. But also, once you decide to work on you and to realize that who cares what they think or that or know exactly who you are and how you feel about yourself those insecurities turn into confidence. It's not, I'm not insecure and going to put myself out there because of it. I believe that you work on the things that I'm like, I used to be teased about being so yellow. I get teased all the time about having a flat butt, which my butt is rounding out 
for all my haters. No, I'm joking. I don't desire to have a big old ghetto booty, but I definitely desire to have it rounder. And it is getting there. My hard work is paying off. But anyway, I've always been teased about those things. I have some, well, had some insecurities about that, but that doesn't stop my confidence because I realized that number one, I can't have everything right? I can't have it all. And I am blessed with the things that I have. And I realized too, that that doesn't define who I am. That doesn't stop me from having a husband. That doesn't stop me from, you know, so I don't agree with the confidence that she's either confident or insecure because we all, the most confident person in the world has some insecurities, but they work at it. That's the key. Working at it to diminish those insecurities, working at it to to, to um, negate them, to combat them, to keep affirming yourself, right? So, yeah, I was that was just something that kind of, as I was listening to it, I was like, hmm, you know, that's confidence to me is, you know, switching up those insecurities and using them to your advantage and realizing that I'm not who they say I am. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know whose I am, right? And and confidence is knowing when and when you're having a, a a moment of insecurity and the tool and having the tools and resources resources to switch that up and to continue to practice being confident, continuing to increase your self worth, your self love, continuing to increase your self discipline, um, to to be your better self, to growing into who you truly desire to be. So the try, your, your, and that's another thing, your trials, your struggles, the problems, all of that is part of the process. All of that is a part of the process. That's part of being authentic, right? Is being able to show transparency, vulnerability, and, and integrity through the trials, through the struggles, not just all the good you want to highlight but when you're going through something, and I'm not saying when I say to, to be vulnerable and share, I'm talking about with your closest friends, your family. I'm not talking about on social media. Um, now, I will. I go on and I may share something that has really hit me hard or something that a struggle that I'm going through because that's just me. And I'm not saying that that has to be everybody. But what I'm saying is being um, masked when you're around your closest people, when you're around the people that love you, the people that know you and you're still pretending. So being masked, that means like you're hiding, right? You're pretending, you're ashamed. Um, There's a sense of no trust because if you can't be real or you can't, you know, let your hair down, let your vulnerabilities show, then what are we doing, right? It's, it's, there's power in being authentic. There's power in being transparent and showing vulnerability sometimes. Relatable. You know, when you're constantly pretending like everything is good, people can't relate to that because reality is it's not always good. The reality is it sucks sometimes, big time, you know? And then, you know, being real, um, honest, being unmasked shows growth and ownership and, and adulting, right? Uh, people respect you for for sharing because they can identify with it. And the biggest one for me is the relief. Ugh, who wants to pretend all the time? That is whack. <laughs> 
it's just too much. I'm not interested. No, I'm not. What you see is what you get. Love me or leave me. You know, this is my journey. This is my story. And yeah. And speaking of, um, that is partially why I wrote my book, Sis Stop Sulking. God's plan is greater. Because I want I wanted to share bits and a little pieces of my story, little pieces of my journey, and show how God's plan for my life was greater, far greater than I could even imagine. And understanding that no matter what we what we go through and how hard and how troubling and how we may not see the end or we may not even know and the pain is just so much, his plan is always greater. And we just have to trust it and trust him. And because I wanted to, I wanted other women to grow forward too. I wanted them to be able to use these four principles apply it to their life and see a change because I know it will. I know that it's going to change somebody's life. I know. And if it's just one, then I've done my job and I've, I've walked in my purpose because we all deserve to live a life that we truly desire, a life with no limits. Um, when I say that, living a life that you desire is just doing, being and having and doing whatever you want. It, it, who's to say that if you're, you're if you don't desire to travel as much as I do, but you're doing what you want. That's what living a life with no limit is. It doesn't have to be what other people think it is or this big old grand thing, but just not being held back by your beliefs, your limiting beliefs, not being held back by what people say or what you think people are going to say, not being held back by, by current situations or past pains. Like, that's why I wrote this book, because I know that with these practices that you can begin to shift your mindset, increase your self-love to live in. We only get one life. And if nothing that 20, if 2020 didn't teach us anything else, it taught us that we must live our lives. These jobs don't give a damn about us, right? They don't care. If you have sick time and you have, you know, or some of us have so many sick days, not me. But so many sick days, like, and I mean, okay, well, you, you, you know, you earn those. Use your sick day. Mental health is a sick day. If you need a mental health day to go get a massage, get your feet done, get your, take your days. Because guess what? If you got fired or whatever, like they don't care about you. I come to realize that when they're making the, the medical field, that mandatory, um, mandating the vaccine for them and they were in the trenches when COVID was rearing and 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 ran, running rampant they were there nobody was thinking about no um no vaccine then right or protecting them then and now they're losing their jobs because of their choices listen you get one life to live my sister and you need to live it even if it's doing one thing a month for you. Hell, I'm trying to do, I mean, working out is for me. So I go two to three times a week. I'm going to be increasing that. But I need to find something else to do for me. And I'm not apologetic about it anymore. I don't feel bad. This is, this is me. I do everything for everybody else. And it's time for me to increase my self-love. And I'm so intentional about it. And it feels amazing. And yeah. Even when, even when I'm in a slump, even when things are bad, I'm just grateful to, you know, to be living and doing what I, doing what I truly want to do. So 
yeah, I probably went on a little tangent, but I just need you to know that, you know. And so the book is going to be launching for pre-orders soon. Um, information on that to come. If you are not following me on social media, that's where you should go at Tasha Talks Life. And that's where you'll get a lot more information as well. But before we end, of course, we are going to end with some mindset declarations. And they are always so, so good. So I'm not even going to say like, oh, this one is so good. They're always good. And they all impact me and inspire me in different ways. So this week's um, affirmations are as follows. Get a pen. Write them down. Repeat them to yourself daily while looking in the mirror. Um, if you are driving or you're in a position where you cannot write them down, just repeat them after me and you could come back later. Number one, I show up as my authentic self. I win. I love everything about me, flaws and all. My worth isn't something I need to prove. It's just who I am. When I am being my true self, I feel no pressure. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, like, it's funny because every time I say it, I feel a charge. I feel like this power come over me. Um, there's power in mindset declarations, women. If you are not speaking life daily, you need to start tonight. You need to start today. You need to start right now because there is power. It builds you up, strengthens you. It's something about the, the, the words that we speak about ourselves that manifest the things that we, that we desire, the things that we love. So it, it, please start. I hope, you know, I really hope that these mindset declarations are making a change um, in your life and that you are reading, re repeating them and writing them down because it's just, it's a, it's, there's science behind it, period. So thank you so much for tuning in with me. Episode 12 is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed. Um, again, follow the show so that you can get updates on when episodes drop every week. Leave a review. Let me know if I'm on the right track. I appreciate you ladies and gents so, so much. I couldn't do it without you. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm doing it, y'all. I'm doing it. It's, this has got to work or it's got to work. And I am loving this space. I'm just, I'm just, I'm on cloud nine right now. <laughs> Big things are gone right now. And um, I'm just grateful to God for being in the midst, right? So that is a wrap. Be well, be blessed. And remember, your past does not dictate.